The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. Now live from the Pirate Radio studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast, the Players Lounge Edition. On today's podcast, we'll talk to ECU quarterback Holt Naylor's wide receiver Tyler Snead, running back Rajay Harris, and defensive players DJ Ford, Bruce Bivens, and Xavier Smith. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast starts right now. Cliff Rock, Troy D, and Holden Aylers joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios. And Holden, good to have you back here and back here for another year, uh, it sounds yes, like. Appreciate it. Yeah. Let's what? talk about uh, Saturday, I guess, Start uh, to start with. The decision uh, was made. It was not on ESPN like LeBron James' decision. <laughs> we but thought there, it was going to be on Pirate Radio. <laughs> there were people tuned in. Uh, you did uh, make the announcement that you will be returning for another year of Pirate football. And I guess uh, why Saturday? Like, what 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 went into it, and uh, when did you come to your final decision? Yeah, um, Saturday. I mean, it wasn't just a like it was just kind of another day. I did it. Um, it wasn't anything specific about that day or anything. But you know, I decided. Um, you know, I woke up Thursday. I thought that was what I wanted to do. I gave it a day, um, and I talked to the coaches, and they said, you know, let's get together on Saturday and announce it then, just so we can go and get that out of the way before we start bowl prep for everyone. And that was kind of the goal all along. Was once we got an opponent in. Um, I can dial in on that and not really focus on the decision. So, uh, hold. I think your dad might have said it, and I thought he made a great point. You know, you've been through so much crap here, and by crap, I, I don't mean criticism or anything like that. I mean tough times with yeah, the program. Sure. You've been here some of the during some of the darkest days to be an ECU Pirate football player, and now you're here, kind of during this rebound and this turnaround, and you're leading the charge. And uh, I think he said, you know, you've been, you've already been here during the tough times. You might as well stay and enjoy some of the good times. Yeah. I thought um, he made a great point. No, yeah, that, that's definitely one of the reasons why I stayed is because, I mean, this team is, this program is finally where, you know, I wanted it to be when, when I got recruited here. Um, and, and those years, like you said, during the dark days when you envision of what the program's going to be and it's now starting to become that. Um, so that's one of the reasons that I stayed. I mean, there's there's a lot to it. I mean, I love this this school. I love this town, and the, and the team that we have coming back is going to be definitely be the best team that I've had, and this team's had in a really long time. You know, we got a bowl game to play against BC, uh, but if you are victorious over that, you're eight wins yep. on the season. You carry a lot of momentum into next year, and then I really think next year, now with you coming back, seems like Coach Houston's definitely you know yep. solidified for next season. You got a lot of the players. I mean, a lot of your nucleus from this year will be back again. Uh, but a year older, that much more experienced, bigger, stronger, faster. I mean, I really think well, next year you guys are, are going to be even much improved from this season. Yeah, I mean, I thought we had a really good team this year. Obviously, one more game to go um, to prove that, and we're a couple plays away from having you know 10, 11 wins right now um, in a totally different situation. So um, I think next year it's just going to be a perfect storm of experience. Um, you know, most of our guys are, are coming back. I mean, I don't think we're losing too many starters and – um, so, I mean, we're going to have a lot of guys returning, a lot of experience returning, too. I know a lot of people were wondering, well, if Holton leaves, where would he go to? I know you were looking. Obviously, your goal was to play in the NFL and yep. made no bones about that. And what are the best chances to do it? And uh, after talking with a lot of folks, discuss the process that went into it that obviously you felt it was in your best interest, obviously, to come back and to continue to get some more experience, to elevate your stock for the next level to be able to still continue to grow, develop, and uh, get more notoriety out there as far as building your brand. 
Yeah, um, there, there was a lot of, um, you know, I mean, we talked to, to people at all different levels um, about opportunities and stuff like that. But at the same time, I mean, my family did a really good job and the coaches did a really good job of just letting me make the decision also. Um, I was going to be the only one in the shoes. And, you know, they kind of said, if you need to talk about it, let's talk about it. But um, you're going to be the one doing it. So it really comes down to what you want to do. And I appreciate that for them. So You kind of said last week your options were return to East Carolina or professional football and transferring was not in that mix. But I thought back to Chris Johnson joined us years after he was done with the NFL, Troy, and on an interview, he said that he considered transferring uh, before his senior year. And like, what would ECU have been like <laughs> without that Hawaii Bowl and, yeah. and everything and all that and CJ in a different uniform. So, and now that that's 14 years ago, Holden, you see guys transfer every day. Have you ever, has that crossed your mind during your time here at ECU, whether it be from, you know, performance, whether it be from criticism, you know, getting away from home for the first time? Like, has that ever crept into your brain? Um, yeah, I mean, I think with any player, um, at some point it's going to cross your mind just because that's how college football is nowadays. Um, but crossing it your mind and actually doing it are two totally different things. Um, and I've heard a lot of players say, I'm going to transfer, and they're still here playing for the Pirates. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of people say it, but to go out and do it's totally different. I mean, kind of like you said, in today's world in college football, I mean, you can transfer and play right away. So that's just a huge aspect in it. Um, coaches aren't supposed to reach out, but – coaches reach out so i mean that's just, that's just yeah i mean that's just kind of how it is nowadays but yeah actually saying saying it and doing it are, are two totally different things but i gotta imagine too a lot of the, there's no guarantees when you transfer yeah. and i'm not t- talking about yours i'm talking about any kid situation it can transfer but they sometimes can make promises but things can change yeah i mean i thought i had a good situation here like i said with the team coming back the relationship i have with with this team and with these coaches um knowing the scheme and just just knowing what i have here um and knowing the team that we can have you know we have, I mean, we're going to have huge expectations going into next year, and that's what I wanted. That's what, I mean, everyone wants ECU to be at, and I'd be kind of crazy to leave that. It's really going to be the first time uh, since you guys have been here in, in recent history that the expectations are actually going to be yeah. high for yeah. ECU football. Because usually, man, I, I mean, really this year the bar was set kind of, how if we could get to six wins. Yeah. I mean, you talked about that. What a great achievement. Now you're on the cusp of getting to eight wins. Um what is this bowl prep like for you guys? Because this is all new to you. <laughs> no yeah, one yeah, on the team's true. ever been yeah. to a bowl game before. So usually by December, everyone's on holiday break and already done. So what's it been like now getting ready for a bowl game here? Yeah, last week um, was a little bit weird. It was more for the younger guys. Just, you know, the older guys kind of got a break. The guys that played a lot of snaps this year. But tomorrow, um, we were off today. We just lifted today. And then tomorrow, we'll kind of jump into Boston College um, and, and prep for them. But it's going to be a a long month really up to the game I mean there's a lot of practice you know we're not really going to be in school after this week so it's just going to be strictly football meetings you like fall camp again yeah I mean in a lot of ways it is um, but I mean yeah but it'll be good it you can just focus on football yeah you no, that is distractions yeah. of exams and classes What? how do you like the matchup East Carolina versus Boston College yeah I think we match up good with them um, you know, I thought, just like everyone thought from the predictions, that we were going to play more of a local school. But at the same time, I mean, I think it'll be a good matchup. Um, they're a good football team. Um, they've they've played some really tough teams this year, and, and we have too. But um, they kind of have the same philosophy as we do. So it'll be exciting to play them. Sounded like some of your teammates uh, wanted Virginia Tech. Or, yeah, I or, wanted Virginia Tech. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, and uh, but you got the news it'll be BC. And uh, Sneed said the only time he's looked at BC all year was when they popped up on Temple Film. So yep. not really familiar with them. You'll dive into them, I assume, in the next coming days. Yeah, I mean, I've watched you know, a couple games of them now um, since learning last night. They play a lot of a lot of cover one, a lot of cover three. Um, 
they're going to give us space out there in the, on the corners on the outside. I'm um, just going to take advantage of that and run the football good. So, oh no, going back to next year and and optimism heading into 2022. I was, I was talking to Rajay Tyler and DJ earlier and said, you know, looking at it, so Dylan Gabriel transferred from UCF. Yeah. Uh, Sonny Dykes left SMU for the TCU job. East Carolina finished tied for third this year. I think you guys are probably going to be preseason number three in the AAC next year. And, you know, I said all that to them and asked how they thought about it, and they looked at me with blank stares like, dude, we got practice tomorrow. Like, (laughs) I haven't even thought about it. But kind of big picture-wise internally, and then this comes with your decision, I'm sure you guys have talked about, hey, next year, you know, we're going to be the real deal. So how much thought is that? I mean, I know you're focused on this bowl game, but how much have you talked to your teammates about, hey, seven wins this year, Let's, let's go 10, 11, 12 next year. Yeah, I mean, that was, you know, talking to the teammates, there's probably the guys I'll talk to the most about the decision about coming back and stuff like that. And um, we're going to come back. We're not going to come back to come in third place. So I'm going to say that. Um, and we're going to come back to win as many games as possible and, and to win the conference championship. So, uh, you know, that's going to be the goal going into it. We're not going to shy away from that. When you see Cincinnati make it to the playoff, uh, yeah. why not us, right? I mean, that's got to yeah. creep into your mind. Yeah, I mean, it does. I mean, you just got they, – they were a really good team this year, and they had, you know, a historic run um, the last couple of years. But, you know, at the same time, you never know. Um, you just got to play the games that we play and let everything else take care of itself. Well, I think it's great for the conference that finally someone's broken through yeah, that sure. glass ceiling, especially someone from the American Conference. And East Carolina will be able to benefit from that – um, financially, even more so if they make it to the championship yeah. game. What do you think their chances are against Alabama? Shoot, Alabama looked pretty good the other night, and you know Georgia looked unstoppable all year. But I mean, they're they're good. I mean, they got some guys on defense that are as good as anyone in the nation. Um, that quarterback, you know, Desmond's a really good, really good quarterback too. So I mean, I definitely think they got a chance. You're not a top four team um, without having a chance at this thing. So it'll be fun to watch, see how they match up with them. Really offensively, I think Cincinnati's offense versus Alabama's defense is what it's going to come down to. I, I thought it was interesting uh watch some of the when the announcement was made on ESPN. You know, they drag it out for, yeah. you know, this freaking show forever now. But when they had the uh, the chairman of the college football playoff committee on and someone asked, uh, maybe Reese Davis asked, why did you guys decide on Cincinnati? And the guy's answer was like, look, they're the last undefeated team in the yeah. nation. They won their conference. And even down the stretch, they beat you know some quality teams like East Carolina and Houston. To okay. hear East Carolina mentioned like that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, in such a prime position, it shows how far the program has no, come. Really because does, yeah. a few years ago, that wouldn't have been looked at as a quality win for them. Yeah, I mean, even last year, we got ran by Cincinnati at Cincinnati. So, I mean, just the, the progress this program has made this last year and then you know the previous years as well i mean it's just exciting you know for the future how did you tell coach houston about your decision once you made it and what was his reaction yeah um you know i never committed to him because i mean i obviously you know committed to coach mo when he was here and and Um, really ruff was the first one to start recruiting you yeah ruff offered me when i was a freshman and then coach mo offered me and then i committed to him and then came here now i'm with coach houston so uh yeah you've been with three coaches and if houston decided not to come back next year take another job you would have had a fourth coach (laughs) oh yeah so uh but yeah um it was just in his office i told him i was like you know i'm coming back to win a conference championship let's do it and we hugged it out and, and just talked about you know the future and next year and you know go and get guys in the transfer portal to kind of help us out and complete this team speaking but, of uh, returns troy d mike houston did say uh, or did sign a contract extension last week so holding uh, i don't know how much you guys were following that news the rumor mill but when that announcement was made and he signed his extension it sounded like there was a uh, pretty nice party going on you guys were happy to, no, yeah. to hear him coming back yeah we were i mean he's been the guy that turned this thing around um we 
when he first got here, we thought it was a little bit crazy from some of the stuff that he was doing. But I mean, that's what it took to change the program, and we're we're all balled in now, and we want him leading us. I tell you what, I'm excited about this bowl game and a chance for ECU to end on a high note. But man, I and I look. I can look ahead. I don't want yeah. you guys to look ahead, yeah. but I can look ahead to the first game next year. And I'll say this: ECU opens the season against NC State here in Greenville. I feel a thousand percent better with our chances <laughs> with Holt Naylor's leading this team than I do not knowing who our starting quarterback is going to be. Clip. This is. I mean, this is going to be. You want to talk about one of the all-time great atmospheres in Greenville, especially if we're coming off a hopefully a bowl victory and opening the season against NC State. I mean, can you imagine? Oh dear, the atmosphere <laughs> at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. We I think this first. will be the first time in a long time yeah. a fifty thousand seat full stadium. Well, I was I thinking so. your most attended game was probably the Carolina game. Yeah, maybe your first first game you ever played, yeah. right? Yeah. And that, I don't know if that was a packed house, but no, I, Troy D. You're right. Season opener, NC State. NC State might be in the top twenty-five. East yeah. Carolina. I mean, they'll bring a lot of fans too. Yeah. yeah. So uh, atmosphere. That's gonna be a fun one. I Sorry, I just no, I was I daydreaming out loud. Well, we got plenty of time to talk about that. I know, one, I'm Troy. already getting geeked up about that. <laughs> calm down, calm down, everybody. You want to go ahead and throw out a prediction for it, Troy? <laughs> Not yet. Okay, all right. We'll get through the bowl game first. I saw East Carolina, you know, the underdog is that, you know, uh, um, Nick Saban calls that, you know, rat poison, or what does he call it? Yummy rat poison. Well, yeah, here. yummy rat poison. When people yeah. don't have faith in the team, uh, do you feel, you know, maybe the odds makers think East Carolina, man, they don't have what it takes? Yeah, I mean, ECU's always had a chip on our shoulder. Um, we don't, I, I don't look at the lines or anything like that. But I mean, we do always. I mean, we hear it during the week. We hear all that stuff. I mean, we're we're college students. We hear all of it. But at the same time, we're always going to have a chip on our shoulder, whether we're an underdog or not. So, and I think just being able to beat an ACC team, yeah, is a big deal. In no, this it will be. Game. I mean, it's and a big they, deal that we're playing them, and I mean, it's a good matchup. Um, we're definitely not going to overlook them, and we're just excited to get out there and play. Oh, and it's great you are returning, but there are guys. We talked to Bruce Bivens earlier today and DJ just one year yep. here, but uh, they're on a list, Warren and, and guys like that, that this is their last go around. Yeah. So uh, you want to win it for yourself, your coach, the fans, your family, everybody. But how about those guys that will be giving it their uh, their final 60 minutes on the no, 27th? Yeah, I mean, they, they deserve it, honestly, the most. Um, you know, the guys that have stuck through this thing the whole time and, and the guys who even transferred in. I mean, DJ came in and did everything right, um, helped us turn this thing around and you know they're part of this team that did change it and we're going to remember it um at least the team will for a long time and the guys that have stuck through it you know they deserve to get a bowl ring and to go out on a win saw warren Sabe at the basketball game and, and i usually don't uh talk to players like that and say congratulations but two picks and his yeah. you know finale no, and daddy yeah. ficklin i mean that's that's legendary for him so yeah, he did great happy for uh for those upperclassmen and, and guys like bruce troy that are that have been here with us all yeah. year that uh are going to it for the last time a lot of work put in by yeah, those guys absolutely and uh they they definitely have earned it and deserve it uh, how's the uh, NIL deal going with you this year? This has been new, you know. We, we've been excited to be partnered with you on on it here with Pirate Radio. But uh, how has that experience gone this season? It's been good. Um, it was a lot of learning at first. Um, I mean, obviously, no one really knew what it was going to be like and stuff like that. Um, I do have someone represent me now, so I don't even have to deal with that aspect of it. Um, but honestly, I mean, I'm out there driving a new truck. 
I mean, I'm making more money than I thought I'd be making, so I'm good with it. That's that's a plus of coming back next year for sure. How distracted were you holding, and how much of those interceptions this year are because of the NIL? I know it's been a big distraction <laughs> for you, right? Yeah, here comes Facebook comments. <laughs> <laughs> All the picks were because you know, NIL. in the middle All of a game, when Holden throws an interception, he's thinking about yeah. his NIL deal. <laughs> yeah, right. That makes what sense. Doing an interview on Pirate Radio. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, we yeah. we joke about yeah. that stuff. All sarcasm, the time. people. Yeah. Um, but it, no, I think it has been a, a good for the players. And not every player. I mean, look, it's only a small percentage yeah. of players that are going to benefit. But, uh, you know, for the guys like you that have an opportunity to do that, I think it's been a big plus. No, it has been for sure. I mean, I think that it's only the right thing to do. Um, I mean, to let the guys. I mean, if, if you can make money off your name, then why not make money off your name? And you know, look, so. you've got before this, you had a, your built one broken brand. Yep. It was going anyway, and yep. you guys were doing pretty decent. But now you can like come out and talk about it. And yep. uh, boy, the the gear looks great. By the way, yeah, it know, does. Uh, you got a new new one on today. Yep. I, I see folks wearing it all over the place. The, yeah, it's uh, been cool. Built one broken brand for folks that don't know is the apparel brand that you started and are behind. Uh, you can get it locally now at Shimmer. Yep here in uh, Greenville and Winterville. So uh, that, that's something I guess you'll continue to be able to have too. Yeah, just continue to build that. Um, that's done extremely well. Um, it's been cool to go around town and see people that, I mean, I don't even know when they're wearing it and they yeah. don't even, I mean, they might know who I am, but at the same time, you know, I just kind of stay away and just, I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, I started it kind of like you said, when NIL started, I had it beforehand, but I couldn't say anything about it. So no one really knew it was mine. And now to to see where it's at you know in stores and stuff has been a fun ride I and there's it. an option too i remember you talking about this when you, it first came out when you were able to profit from it but if you you can help out your teammates too right yep. if they type in their name or jersey yeah, number. so if you type in their last name and jersey number they get 10 percent of that sale so that's awesome and yeah. online yeah online, yeah, on online. Com. yeah uh and then you, you donated shirts to every team member yeah uh, every, the every guy on the team has a shirt too i'll do that next year with a different you know t-shirt or yeah. jacket or something as well so that's awesome uh what's the schedule like for the rest of the month now so as you guys head into uh this bowl bowl game on the 27th yep 27th i think we head up the 23rd um i think we, you know we get off i think 16th through the 19th there are kind of days off for christmas because obviously we'll be in dc for mm-hmm. christmas preparing for the game so Christmas would be a little bit different, but I mean, it's definitely worth it, you know, to go up there and, and oh, play yeah. in a bowl game and play in a meaningful bowl game at that. So um, we're excited about it. You know, you got a lot of practice ahead because I mean, it is almost, it's less than a month away now, but uh, I mean, it's still a good bit of ways where we have to prepare good and, and keep care of our bodies. Uh, with all this time to prepare for one team, Holden, I know uh, Donnie K is going to draw up some some tricks for this one. So, like, how much uh, new stuff do you see implemented into a playbook when you have all this time to prepare for just one game? Yeah, um, kind of like you said, it's probably more trick plays than anything. Um, I mean, we're always going to just stick to what we run, um, and then you know, add a couple of plays each week. But you know, trick plays. I mean, I, I'm glad to go catch a couple touchdown passes in it. Um, I think Shane Carton caught a touchdown pass in a bowl game. That's right. Yeah. So I'd I already like to told that. Tyler, I, I, if I had to bet, if there was a prop for this, I would say he throws at least one pass. Yeah. Against. Uh, he might be our DC. backup quarterback. Hey, you can throw it. I mean, he really can. He's good. His stats are pretty good, right? They now. They are yeah. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You look at his uh, throw to touchdown ratio. 
He also gets drilled every time he throws. Oh, it. and half of them are my fault. I've missed so many blocks because <laughs> I like watching the play, and then we watch film. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> he has gotten blasted on those. All right, good stuff. Anything else, Jordan? No, man. Uh, uh, hopefully, the weather, man. If the weather stays like this, with 72 degrees in Greenville, yeah. this would be nice. Pretty dang nice. Yeah. Sorry, nice, Troy. Not nice, gonna happen. <laughs> nice cold weather. Yeah. If we can keep it in the 70s in December, this will be fantastic. I'm so. I don't think it'll be that way yeah, in Annapolis, not. but we'll see. Make sure I have the cold cold weather gear. Can't have another case. one of those situations. Yeah. yeah, like we did in Philly. Holden, good seeing you. We'll try and uh, do this one more time before yes, sir. the bowl game, and uh, hopefully Nate, we'll hook up with you next week. And uh, I do have one final question. I've, yeah. I've asked the other oh, guys. Yeah, the today. high school question. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I was getting ready to see if you wanted that. Some school down the road, yeah. Jr. Rose or something. Yeah, I never heard. They're in the championship this week. The Rampants are. So Holden, I asked all the guys in here earlier, and I'll ask you uh, high school memory. We we know about a lot of your high school memories, but uh, what stands out to you at DH Conley? Shoot, probably just the friends that I made um, during that time. Just playing with your your you know childhood buddies growing up. I mean, I'm still a bunch of us are going on a trip um, in January to the mountains, and just a lot of them came to ECU too. So probably just hanging out with them, um, playing ball ball with your best friends is probably you know honestly the most rewarding thing from high school. Good stuff. We'll uh, we'll talk to CJ in a moment. Get his Conley memories. Yeah, Troy we'll, do, we'll do the uh, Holton CJ connection. We'll yes, switch sir. you out for CJ Johnson and see what he has to say. But uh, good luck, man. We'll catch up again next week. And uh, I was going to say, have a productive week of practice. Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate Thanks, Holton. Yep. All right, back inside the Players' Lounge here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Rock here with Tyler Sneed, DJ Ford, Rajay Harris. Gentlemen, welcome back. How are we doing today? Great. Pretty good. Pretty good. Good to hear. Good to hear. And, guys, we found out your opponent on Sunday, Boston College, will be the opponent in the Military Bowl on December 27th. So, you guys knew you were in. You just didn't know who you were going to play. So, let's get some reaction to to when you saw BC's name pop up. Tyler, what would you think? Excited. You know, I was just excited to finally find out who we we're going to be matched up against but uh you know they're a good team physical team i got to see them play temple um earlier in the season on tv and in the film room so now they look good um i think it'll be a good matchup we're excited for it yeah Rajay, i guess temple the one common opponent between these two teams what did you think when you saw bc's name pop up um very excited you know i thought it was going to be somebody else but um you know, I'm just ready to play. You know, I already got out there with my brothers, you know, with the seniors like DJ one more time and just, you know, have fun, bring back the W. Who were you thinking? VA, Virginia uh, Tech? Yeah, VT. I thought it was going to be Virginia Tech, but, you know, it is what it is. So DJ, uh, you knew you were going to get an old ACC foe. So yes, uh, have you competed against Boston College before? Um, I have not. I'm excited for the, the opportunity to compete against them for the first time. But similar to Rajay, uh, I was expecting some of those other teams, but – doesn't really matter. You got to strap up, approach the game the same way, you know. And they're known as a physical team. So as a uh, defensive player, as a guy who's going to take a lot of hits, Rajay, kind of mm-hmm. you like that matchup, I'm sure. I love it, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, I see myself as an aggressive player, so I mean, um, bring it on. Bring it on. I like it. All right, it'll be East Carolina and BC going at it. Let's talk about what you guys are up to now as a team and individually. This is a little unique for you, DJ, being that you will not, you know, have eligibility to come back. So, what are, what are you doing right now as far as you know taking care of the the final school stuff you got to do, and also kind of looking to your next uh, path in life, your your next move with football. What's going on with you currently? Um, like you said, just trying to attack finals and, and execute those first because, you know, if, if we don't pass those finals, we don't play. So <laughs> that's most important right now. And uh, I'm just focused on living in the moment, you know what I'm saying, enjoying the here and now, enjoying my final days here at ECU. So 
just trying to make the most of every day and enjoy it. Uh, Rajay and, and Tyler, you guys got the news that Holt Nailers would be returning for another season. Uh, did, did you guys know that before? Or was it really you know, a decision he was kind of keeping within himself and his family? Or did he talk about it with, with you guys at all beforehand? I, mean, I had asked him. <laughs> I had asked him was he coming back. And he told me uh, he said he wasn't coming back. But I kind of figured that he was playing with me because he was kind of <laughs> smiling. So, you know, I'm just very excited, man. That's the true leader right there in the backfield. So, you know, just having him come back is going to be a special year next year. Yeah, no, that's huge for us. Uh, we had talked about it a couple times. And I think the big thing was – He's going to talk with his family and, you know, meet with the coaches and stuff. But, no, really happy to have him back. I mean, it's a huge part of our offense. And like Rajay said, it's a great leader. So, no worries. Well, we're all excited. You guys finished tied for third in the American this year. And you start to look around. This is what we do more so than you guys. But, you know, Dylan Gabriel transferring from UCF. Sonny Dykes, the head coach at SMU, leaves uh, for another job, TCU. I mean, Cincinnati's going to be good next year. Uh, Houston should be good. But you guys will probably be picked third in the AAC preseason, going from kind of near the bottom all the way to third. So when you, you guys have a game to focus on. But how much do you look at next year like, we did this this year, we got all this coming back, 2022 is going to be special. I mean, is that something that creeps into your mind right now? Mm, not yet. I wouldn't say it would right now. Okay. Just because, you know, where we at right now, we got a bowl game, you know, to think about. But, you know, I have, you know, in the past just thought about, you know, next year and other years. But right now, just I'm locked in right now. Good. Yeah. Y'all aren't supposed to think about that stuff. <laughs> focused. Yeah, focused. That's that's the way it should be. Uh, I got Tyler Sneed, Roger Harris, DJ Ford here in the Pirate Radio studio. So, uh, what's the? Uh, I guess you guys hit the practice field for the first time last Thursday. So, how much have you been on the field uh, since your last game against Cincinnati? And now, how much practice time have you got in? We did well, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we got yesterday. Today we had a lift, and then I think we go the rest of the week. Uh, maybe the schedule is a little off because the ball game so and exams i guess but no we'll be back out there tomorrow what was it like practicing again without knowing who you're gonna play is it like spring ball or like <laughs> was did it feel any different out there for you guys yeah i would say it was uh probably more similar to spring ball or like preseason camp or something like that because you're going against each other like offense versus defense and you're not working against a different opponent or their look or anything like that so it was a little funky were you ready to go, Rajay, with all those days off? Uh, did you have to, to get your uh, conditioning right again, or how was nah, it out there for not you? Not really. Um, basically, you just you know going against your defense. So you know it's kind of like when are we gonna know our opponent. You know we need to learn our opponent. But I mean, it was it was all right. You know, and the starters didn't really. I mean, we worked, but we ain't really worked that much. So. Well, I've heard that the the bowl practices and DJ, you've been through this before, but it's really important for an important time for the younger guys to to get some action to practice. And obviously, you guys will get ready for Boston College now that you know the opponent. But this is a really important time for the the younger guys in the program, right? Yes, sir. So uh, earlier in this process, we'll for sure get those valuable reps to those younger guys, those developing players. That'll be back for the years to come. But as we get closer to game time, then we'll start to switch gears and focus more on Boston College. Did you guys watch any of the the bowl shows? Or how much football, first of all, did you watch this weekend? Uh, Cincinnati actually going to the playoff. That that And not that you guys didn't think you could before, but this is the first time a group of five school has been to the playoffs. So <laughs> if they can do it, why not you guys, right? So how much uh, did exactly. you watch over the weekend football-wise? I watched that Georgia and Alabama, yeah, and I watched a little bit of Cincy, 
but uh, that's that's really about it. Yeah, really. I watched that Oklahoma State Baylor one. The end of that was that was wild. That was crazy. That was, that that was, was crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted Oklahoma State to win too, but did so. you see the last play, Rajay, where the uh, the, the running back was was, say, was running oh, to the, just like, put the foot in the ground? And, yeah, 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 yeah. I seen that. Oh, that's crazy. So first of all, when that the pitch is made and all that wide open space is out there, that running back scores like ninety nine out of hundred times. Yeah. But yeah. we were talking about this too, and it sounded like what you were getting at. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Should he have just kind of tried to run through the guy yeah, instead put your of foot in the ground? It's yeah. probably uh, hard in the moment though. Like, right, exactly. Yeah, he cut and he's thinking, just beat him to the pylon, and then I guess the guy was faster than he thought. So. And DJ, you're pulling for the DB, I guess, on that play. That was a heck of a defensive play. Yeah, one on one like that. Great play, great play. Uh, a lot of football this weekend. Uh, Washington beat the Raiders. I don't know if you saw that, Tyler. We got, uh, we got a watch Thursday night. Watch we got Thursday a big night. game this week, buddy. This Sunday. Come on, Washington and Dallas. Come on. All right, let's go. Uh-oh. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> it's a big one. <laughs> Washington's <laughs> back in it, four in a row. It's a big one for certain teams. Other teams, it's just <laughs> Cowboys. You know, they're they're locked in. Okay. All right. Fine. I tried to build it up. Tyler ain't gonna take the bait on that one. Yeah. Uh, so you're you're early on in this BC process. So I imagine, have you seen any film yet or anything, or is that coming soon? I haven't even watched it yet, to be yeah. honest. Very yeah, little. Man. Just on Temple, we watched in the hotel on the TV before our game. Yeah. I don't remember what week it was, and then whenever we played Temple, but that's really it. We haven't seen them play. And yeah. they played Wake Forest. I watched some of that game, but yeah. it was, yeah, I mean. That's the fun part about it. You get a new matchup, a different opponent, and uh, you guys are. I heard today you guys were busing on that trip. Do you? Mm-hmm. Is that, yeah. It's like that's old right. school, right? What are you, <laughs> high school? Rajay, what's that face for? <laughs> <laughs> Try to save a little money so we can have more fun in DC. I'm yeah, all for okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Well, for when it. they said that, and I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I was like, oh. I mean, it's not like it's like a ten hour. Bus yeah, they said ride. it was four hours. I thought it was hours. a lot farther though. No, it's not I, that I bad. didn't know it was only yeah, four. High school, so it's not we bad. drove like nine hours one time Jeez. to New yeah. Jersey. Yeah, yeah. tripping. Mm. Yeah, they also uh, they also said that we were gonna stop and take a stretch break, you know, a little yeah. rest break. So it might yeah, get some might be good. So good. it'll be a cool experience. good team bonding, if yeah, nothing yeah. else. Or either y'all gonna be tired of each other by the time you get there. Have you uh, have you gone over that part of it? Like what you're, you're gonna spend? Uh, what about a half of a few days there at least, right? So mm-hmm. what about the activities once you're there? Do you know that stuff yet? Um, they they briefly mentioned some of the things that we're looking to do. Uh, I don't think all of that stuff is concrete at this moment but um they have several activities lined up for us we're excited Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Good deal. Uh, guys, while I got you here, this is it's going to be championship week for the high school right down the road, J.H. Rose. They're going to the state championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go around the horn and, and wrap it up here. Let's go high school memories, moments, games, Rajay. We'll start with you. When you think about your high school days, your mm-hmm. glory days in high school, what stands out to you? Uh, one game stand out, we was playing Gaffney High School. They just won state. They beat Dutch Fork. But uh, I had 300 that game. And uh, ECU had came to that game and watched a little bit. And, uh, you know, it was just a great atmosphere. It was, like, packed out. You know, I just – I still remember that game to this day. Were you uh, – had you been offered at that point or committed or – yeah, actually, I committed the next day. So oh, wow. it's kind of like... That's awesome. It was a great weekend, really. So Big one. I that, always remember hard that to forget, game. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to forget that game. How about you, DJ, when you think about your, your high school days? I can't help but think about the last time I got to play in my high school and the playoffs my senior year. Uh, it was yeah. crazy muddy. It was like basically a hurricane. Like the field was just straight mud. Jeez. I was just covered 
head to toe. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those nasty games where you just throwing your body around. Yeah. We had a game like that too. <laughs> <laughs> we ended up losing. It was a tough loss, but really good game. Tyler, how about you? Uh, playing in the triangle. I mean, I don't know. I'd probably say best memory was when uh, ECU came down to watch. We had uh, Donovan, uh, oh, yeah. O-line commit. Yeah. And so he was played on the team, so they came to watch him. And I ended up having a good game. That's when I was still trying to get recruited or whatever. And so they got to see that, and then that's kind of when they started talking with me and stuff like that. That's probably the best memory I got. Yeah, you hear stories like that where coaches are going to see a certain player and then that player's teammate or opponent has a big day. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you know they were there like at the game? No, no I knew after. After? after yeah, the after. Game. And then, yeah. Good stuff. All right, well, glad uh, those days led you here. And uh, hopefully we'll reconvene again another time or two before you guys head up to the Military Bowl to be East Carolina. And BC, guys, thanks for joining us today. Have a good week of work, and uh, we'll talk again soon. All right, back inside the Players' Lounge on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live with East Carolina's Xavier Smith and Bruce Bivens. Guys, appreciate you joining us again today in studio. How y'all doing? Doing good. Great to be back. Yeah, doing good, doing good. Good to hear. And, uh, guys, we know your opponent. First, we knew you were going to a bowl, then we found out your bowl destination, and then finally yesterday – we learned that Boston College would face East Carolina in the Military Bowl coming up December 27th. So, first reaction when you heard BC, Xavier, what, what came to mind, if anything? Um, first thing that came to mind was I got a former teammate in high school that goes there. Nice. I don't really know. Well, I know who Boston College is, but like I never really like dialed in or focused on Boston College. Right. We all thought it would be somebody else, to be honest, but... Control what you can control. Were you looking at one of the Virginia schools, perhaps, as an opponent? Yeah, I before? think everyone was anticipating Tech. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. like, I kind of got it in. Tech, I got some players and teammates that went there, too. So, I kind of dialed in on that initially, to be honest with you. As a Virginia guy, were you kind of hoping for that, maybe? Low-key. <laughs> Low-key. Uh, Bruce, uh, Tyler was in there earlier. He said the only look he's seen of Boston College all year was when you guys were looking at Temple Film. So, as Xavier said, you don't know much about him. Is that the same case for you? Yeah, same. Like, we don't really know too much about him. I mean, we're going to start diving into him more um, tomorrow when we're ready for practice and stuff. But we don't really know too much too much about him. I mean, we just know we're playing against him. There you go. And uh, you guys are kind of living in the moment right now, Bruce. So, has it all kind of set in for you that, uh, hey, you, you got to that bowl game you wanted, you got your opponent? Does it feel kind of real to you now, everything going on? Yeah, it feel real and it feel kind of slow because, you know, it's almost like we got a whole, yeah. like a month before we play. So, it's just like, dang, when is, when is it going to come? So, I mean, we just living, living each day. Long wait, yeah, for that 27th of December. And, uh, Xavier, what was those practices like last week when you didn't have an opponent? Like, well, yeah, I guess you were fine-tuning what you do, right? But uh, it was like spring ball practice. It was kind of weird, right? Yeah, it was just a lot of good on good, you know, keeping things sharp. So we practiced against the offense a lot. Well, keeping in mind, like, trying to stay fresh as well. So we just did, like, a lot of good on good. Just, like, locking in on special teams, working on things that we need to work on as a team. And uh, I talked about this with with some of the offensive guys, but Bruce, how about defensively? How much can you dial up? uh, You know, at at this point, BC's got 12 games of film on you, just like you got on them. 
do you change things do you just do what you do better like how much like maybe new install do you do for a, a bowl game like this do you think i mean i wouldn't know because i i haven't been to a bowl game. <laughs> good point but, i mean i i'm I think you know we'll keep things how we've been keeping it. Like just stick to what stick to what we do best is playing fast and being physical. So and I guess a big part of the defense is that it's it's multiple too, right? You guys show different looks, do different things, so uh, you can catch a team off guard on any play. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Bivens, yeah, Xavier Smith. So how how is that working with him uh, this year, Bruce? You've been around here a long time, had a lot of D coordinators. So what's uh, what's it been like with Coach Arrow in his two years here? Um, he's a dynamic guy. I mean, you know, three down, four down. You know, he blitz. I mean, it, it's it's a pretty good scheme to be a part of and, and playing. He, he's a he's a pretty good coach. And Xavier, during your time here, you have been the ultimate team guy, uh, tight end, <laughs> linebacker, on the line, uh, doing whatever it takes whatever is asked of you so you've been put in a lot of different spots what's it been like uh working with blake harrell in these last couple seasons um it's been great you know he's a great coach but me personally like obviously i struggle like a little bit changing position and stuff like that not struggle but it was just new so i just embraced the challenge and do what i can do to try to help the team win best yeah and uh you've done a great job of that uh kind of whatever you're asked to do you'll be there at that position talking to xavier smith bruce bivens here inside the pirate radio studio so you guys have not had an opportunity to look at bc yet they're looked at and, and maybe it's stereotypical you'll see something when you, you you dive into the film but they're looked at as a tough physical run team uh, Bruce, uh, you guys probably like that, right? Like you want to, you want a challenge like that. Yeah, why not? Shoot, I mean that's how you play football. You know, get downhill and stop them. There you go. And uh, that, on defense. Yeah, AJ Dillon, uh, one of their recent running backs, now playing with the Green Bay Packers. They've had a lot of talented running backs come through uh, BC. All right, um, I asked these guys this. So it's high school championship week here in North Carolina, right down the road. JH Rose headed to the uh, championship. And Rajay talked about his 300-yard night in high school running the ball. DJ talked about a mud bowl he played in. Tyler said it was the, when East Carolina was there to see another player, and they recognized him. So y'all go back into your minds, what, your glory days in high school, a game, a situation, a play. A, you know What stands out to you when you think about your high school days? Sheesh. <laughs> high school days. What you got, Xavier? Uh, the... One thing that pops up is when I got a kick return. I was back there actually deep, and I got the first. It was the first round of the playoffs, and it was, like, windy. And I was back there deep, but, like, they obviously never kicked it to me because I played running back and linebacker in high school, and I was a great running back in high school. You can watch the film if you'd like to. <laughs> but they kicked it to Like, they kicked it in the air, and the wind blew it straight towards me. So they probably weren't trying to get it to you. <laughs> Unfortunate situation for them because I took it straight to the crib. That's the only thing I can really remember and, like, the recruiting process and how exciting and, you know, special that was to me. That's awesome. How about you, Bruce? Uh, I just remember um, – like, as a defensive player, you always want your hand on the ball. I just remember catching my first interception and my first interception taking it to the house for, for, for six. So that was a pretty cool moment for me. And like Xavier said, the recruiting process, it was pretty fun to, you know what I'm saying, uh, lay out all the choices of school that you could go possibly go to. Well, I always hear about Texas high school football, Bruce, and, and like, those giant stadiums. It's, <laughs> now, it's different everywhere, but, like, were you a part of that? Like, those yeah. big games, big moments, stuff like that? Yeah, I was. Uh, plenty. I've been a part of plenty. Um, it, it's pretty cool playing in, playing in Texas because, you know, everybody loves football around there. And, 
when those stadiums get full, they full now. So, <laughs> uh, Xavier, how much football uh, did you watch this weekend? Did you see the championship games? Did you watch the bowl uh, process yesterday play out? How much did you watch? I actually watched all the championships. Me, Nolan Warren, and you know we just sat in the living room, and he got like a fire stick, so he had like all the screen split. So we were just nice. like, watching a little bit of all of them, Cincy game, you know the Georgia game, just watching all of them. Yeah, how about you, Bruce? Um, Keep an eye on it. Yeah, I watched the Cincy game and the um, the Houston game, and I watched that's the that was one game that I really paid, uh, dang, I paid much attention to. So, Bruce when, and both of you guys, when <laughs> when you uh, see Cincinnati do it, it's not that you probably thought you couldn't do it before, but now seeing them do it, it's like, well, hey, why not East Carolina, right? I mean, do you get that that idea when you see Cincinnati go to the playoff? Yeah, I mean, they finally did it, but I still like, still feel like they had to, like, like they just got squeezed in and, like, you know what I mean? Like, they should have, like, been locked in for it, but they had to, like, prove a lot just to get it there rather than, like, other teams don't have to do as much to make it there. Well, I tweeted it over the weekend. Here's what you got to do. You got to go undefeated, and then the next year you got to go undefeated again, and you got to win at Notre Dame, and you got to have Oklahoma State lose to Baylor, which they, like – it's almost like they're they're putting up different hurdles yeah. every day, like you're saying. And exactly it's kind of a shame it's that way, but that's mm-hmm. the way it is. But still great to see them break through. Yeah, for sure. it is. Uh, Bruce Bivens and Xavier Smith here. Bruce's appearance inside the Players' Lounge brought to you by Greenville Auto World. Go see Tim Sutton and the guys at Greenville Auto World. They will get you hooked up right. And uh, guys, now what's the uh, what's the schedule like this week for you as far as practice goes? Practice. <laughs> practice. Practice, practice, and practice. How about uh, where are we at on the school calendar? You finalizing those things? Today was the last day of class, wasn't yeah, today's it? today's last day yeah. of class. I think, when does exams end? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know my last yeah. exam's on the 13th. Yeah, me too. So I know that's when I'm done. When do y'all uh, graduate? Oh, December. Gra- you already graduated. Yeah, I already graduated. Okay. I graduate this December in the, on the 17th. Awesome. All right. Congratulations, man. Appreciate it. So, Bruce, you're, uh, <laughs> what's your class like now? I mean, you already got your degree. Yeah. You're just kind of <laughs> going through the motions, I guess? Yeah, sort of, kind of. <laughs> I mean, so I can stay a part of the football team and stuff yeah. like that. So I have to, you know, take classes to stay eligible and things of that nature. And right now, Bruce, we kind of talked about this. You're getting ready for the bowl game. It's, it's practice. It's finishing up your, your classes. But as far as as the next level like what steps are you taking to to go ahead and prepare for that right now um right now it's focusing on the ball game but after that you know i'm gonna go you know go off somewhere to go train and you know fulfill my dreams so yeah i mean that's that's my process right now is that exciting is it nervous like what's the feeling on that right now i mean it's, it's a little bit of both um um, I'm ex- I'm more excited than anything because you know I know I got a shot to go make my dreams a reality. So, and Xavier, for you, uh, we saw Holden Naylor say he's coming back for East Carolina next year. You and a lot of other players across the country uh, have to to make a decision too. And hopefully, we'd love to see you back in the purple, right? But you know that I guess you got some options away as well, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm just playing it like just to keep my options open. Obviously, like Bruce, I want to chance to go live my dreams out too so i'm really just kind of wait to see like the status on that and then make a great like a decision from there like whatever is best for me if it's to stay come back then i'll do that if it's got a good shot to go make it then you know waiting my whole life for a moment like this so i'm yeah. not gonna hesitate to take it do you have uh you know people in your corner people that you talk to to you know you can make your own decision but you also want to reach out to others get some advice you got people in your camp like that yeah i got people who 
dang near want to live my life for me. So like, <laughs> I'm really just like trying to tune them out and like focus on like what Xavier wants, not right. what somebody else wants. So like they're telling me, yeah, you should do it. Yeah, you shouldn't do it. Like blah, 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 like do this, do that. So I'm just kind of do what's best for me personally. And that's all you can do. Xavier Smith and Bruce Bivens joining us here inside the Pirate Radio studios, getting ready uh, for East Carolina and BC. When do you uh, really start to dive into what they do? I guess that's coming this week. Yeah. Hopefully tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we look forward to getting to it tomorrow. They that, got a great uh, running back. And again, you're going through this for the, the first time. So, yeah. you've got an entire month to get ready for one opponent. How much, like, like App State for a season opener? Do you have extended time on them compared to other teams you play in the regular season? Is it kind of comparable to that where you're just looking at one opponent? Or? Yeah, you can say that. You can really say that because think about it like, we knew we was playing App State long before, you know, so it's kind of the same thing. We just, we just almost got like a month to get ready yeah. for them, so you know a little less but yeah and I heard uh, y'all were taking a bus uh, some players <laughs> DJ said it wasn't going to be that bad Rajay kind of made a face when I brought it up so it's kind of old school here what do you think about taking a bus up there to Annapolis DC um, <laughs> it's good team bonding, Xavier. Great team nap time to put in that show. We're supposed to stop halfway through, so that should make it a little easier. But I personally hate driving. Yeah. So I'll probably find something on Netflix to download. Yeah, yeah. That'll put me to sleep. And then when I wake up, hopefully we'll be there. Yeah. I'm with Xavier. I'm not I'm not a big fan of, you know, sitting uh, sitting on the bus too long. You know, I'd rather fly. I'm used to flying, so I mean I'd rather do that. Yeah. Either way. Uh, have you guys talked about the uh activities, things you'll be doing in D C yet, or is that still to come? Yeah, I don't really know like fully what to do because shoot, I ain't never do it before. Yeah. So like it's kinda of just like a play by ear. I know the coaches hopefully like they'll know more closer to that date. Because right now I would like assume We'll probably go to the museum and like, or like get a tour. Have y'all ever been like to DC as a tourist or anything? Have you ever been around there? Yeah, I live like forty-five minutes from DC. True. So anything they do show us. Nine times ten, I probably seen it already, but it's still fun to go there with my. There you go, Bruce. You got a tour guide right here. (laughs) (laughs) Not a huge walker either, so I hope it's. <laughs> Get some cardio in. All right, fellas. Uh, appreciate y'all joining us. Hopefully, we can talk to you again before you head to DC. We appreciate your time today and all season long. And once again, congratulations to you guys. Enjoy it. Live it up. And, you know. Uh, you, you don't know when you could get an opportunity like this again and, and for Bruce it's uh, he got it done on his last year so that's awesome stuff appreciate you guys and uh, we'll talk again soon yes, sir. appreciate you and that's another great episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast the ECU Players Lounge Edition we'll be back very soon with another edition but in the meantime be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store you can also visit our website at PR927FM.com and follow us on social media at PR927FM to keep up with the latest news and information until next Next time, have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.